Peace, peace, family. It is I, it is me, Brother DSP, your friendly neighborhood media personality, and you're now tapped into another installment of The Blast Podcast. Um, hope you guys have been enjoying these uh, latest episodes. I've been doing something a little different as of late. Um, normally, I usually have like uh, fashion designers, rappers, producers, you know, entrepreneurs. But the, the last few um, episodes have been different. Um, I featured my cousin. Shout out to the fly, uh, who's who's an inspiring, uh, I guess you could say, diplomat, uh, looking to get into the United States Department of State. Huge shout out to him. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, I believe after that episode, uh, I think that was the last episode, wasn't it? I believe that was the last episode. Am I tripping? Let me check that out. But I mean, the point I, the point of I was trying to get to was I've been doing uh, something extremely different from normal. Um, I'm hoping you guys are enjoying it, you know. Um, and yes, before the uh, the fly episode, I had uh, Rob De Niro who was a producer. So I mean that was part of the regular stuff. But this week, well, last week, this week, and the next week is going to be different from normal. Um, like I said, this week I'm featuring, well, last week I featured my cousin, the fly, who's looking to be a, uh, who's an aspiring diplomat. Um, and then this week I'm featuring my guy, Shay, uh, my brother's old tag team partner, uh, independent wrestler in new England doing his thing. And also a co-owner of his own promotion. Once, you know, once he got into that, I had to get him on the show. So once I, once he became a, a promoter. I was like, bro, I have to get you on the show. We got to talk because people have to know what you're doing, bro. Because what you and your uncle are doing are major. It's major shit. You know what I mean? Like, come on. You guys are workers. Um, his uncle Davey has probably been in the uh, New England independent scene for over 20 years. And Shay's been doing his thing probably for the last 8 to 10, maybe longer. I'm not sure. Um, you'll see. You'll hear it in the conversation. And then um, now they're doing their own thing, starting their own promotion. Uh, they know a lot of the talent out there. Um, they have good rapport with a lot of the talent out there. The location is huge. Um, it's it's right right around the corner, right 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 in um, Shay's backyard. Um, a, a hotbed for wrestling. So for him to have his own promotion, to have that location, and the things that he's doing behind the scenes are amazing. So it's only right. I brought him onto the podcast and um, had this discussion with him because. He's one. He's he's an independent wrestler, um, and he's an entrepreneur. He has his own. He has his own wrestling promotion. So, and that's what I do here. I talk to entrepreneurs. I talk. I talk to um, independent artists. And yes, wrestling is an art. For some of y'all who are probably like, wait, what did you just say? Yes, wrestling is an art. You know, it is an art form. It is a form of entertainment. You know. So I mean, I'm I'm super excited to have him on here. Um, this is going to be a great, great conversation. Um, let me give you a quick breakdown of the episode. This is the introduction, of course. We'll get into some drops. Then we get into the convo with um, with my guy, Shay. And then um, after that, we get into another drop. And then we close out the show to announce. And then to announce, I announce who the next guest will be. So um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, one th- there's a few things I want to plug. Please be sure to... Um, Follow me on Instagram, of course. That's at T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Um, also, <clears throat> follow my uh, Spotify playlist. 
GRA45. I feature a lot of the talent from the Hudson Valley region in New York. So if you're into listening or finding new music, independent music, check out that playlist on Spotify, GRA45. Um, what else is there I want to plug? Oh, if you are a basketball fan, you know, um, and you're, you're looking to uh, watch some great basketball, we have women's basketball. We have the 35 and up guys. And then, of course, we have the uh, unlimited. Um, Sundays is 35 and up. Tuesdays is uh, the unlimited. And Saturday mornings are the ladies. So uh, this fall, we're going to be pretty busy. Um, so please be sure to subscribe to VOH Basketball. Common spelling, straightforward, nothing funny. Um, and also follow them on Instagram, VOH Basketball as well. And if you're a Twitter head, it's VBall845. That's their uh, Twitter page. And um, if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, click the notification bell because that's when you'll know all the games will be coming up. And I'm the guy calling all the games on the channel. So please be sure to check that out. Um, also, follow my YouTube channel, Onslaught Multimedia, O-N-S-L-A-U-G-H-T. M-U-L-T-I-M-E-D-I-A. It's all in caps, Onslaught Multimedia. You'll see my beautiful face on the channel. So please be sure to check that out as well because I'm dropping new content on there and particularly about the conscious community. You can find all the visuals on there as well. I put all the uh, um, insatiable production shot visuals on the YouTube channel. So now you can access all of them. Um, it's available to the public at, at at one point I had it exclusively on the website, you know, just trying to get more traffic to the website. But um, now what I, I, the way I'm about to do things, it's it's about to get crazy and, uh, and I'm truly excited. So please be sure to check all check all of that out. And to get to the website, you can easily get there because I don't have an easy URL to remember. I'm working on that. Um, but an easy, easy way to get there is to go to the Blast Podcast IG page. Click the link in the bio and select the first option. That'll take you right to the website, all right? And of course, check out all the um, content on there, everything that's on the YouTube channel and more. Some There's some content that's on the website that you won't find on the YouTube channel, so please be sure to check out that website. But enough of me plugging. Um, let me get my shout-outs in. Shout-out to my day ones, new listeners, erratic listeners, IG models, BBWs, ballers, shot callers, players, pimps, nine-to-fivers, creatives, entrepreneurs, gamers, thickies, slim thick, fit thick, thick thick. Thank you for listening. Rappers, singers, managers, producers, strippers, waiters, bus drivers, Uber and Lyft drivers, painters, activists, social scientists, YouTube viewers, sanitation workers, hackers, computer programmers, graphic designers, life coaches, social workers, independent wrestlers, wrestling promoters, everybody that's out there doing their thing, listening to this to this episode right now. Thank you for listening. Huge shout out to you. Um, I don't have much more to say. Let's get right into this episode right now, man. Be right back. Yeah, what up, y'all? It's the homie Kazaya B. Ills. And when I ain't in the lab, I'm tuned in to the homie DSP at the Blast Podcast. Hey, hey, man. Say less. Cook up. Yes, sir. I am super, super, super happy to have my guest today. Long overdue, right? For real? It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, I, I had the podcast for a while. You've been doing your thing, you know. Uh, you've recently leveled up. 
<laughs> yep. yep. Yeah, <laughs> see, y'all hear the laugh. Y'all hear the laugh. He he appreciates the compliment. But no, he, he, I'll take he him. recently I'll take leveled him. up. So I reached out to him and I was like, yo, bro, I got to get you on the show now because now you're not just um, a wrestler. You're not just an entertainer anymore. Now you're a producer and an owner. To, had to put a whole nother hat on, you know? You had to put on several hats, brother. For real. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yo. In several well, hats, work. my guy. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get into that later because um, that's that's to me, to me, at least, it's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? To me, yeah. in my opinion. But I do want to get into your um, wrestling background. But of course, I have to introduce who you are. This is a good friend of mine that I've met through my brother. He was his tag team partner in the heavy hitters. It is my yes, guy. Sir. He's still doing his thing, by the way. Still doing his thing. Shout out to my brother, Frank Champion. Um, his name and and let me not forget this. He's just started his own promotion. It goes by the name of NRG, New England Ring Gladiators. Inside joke: The E is silent. Okay. Can't say it. Can't say it. Can't say it. <laughs> but if you if if you if you look at it, NRG is very close to energy. I thought that was super clever. This is my guy. Shay Kudo, what's going on, brother? How are you feeling? I am feeling well today. What about you? I'm good, brother. I Yo, am good. I, I hope on. I'm not interrupting your booking that you're doing right now. You know what I, I mean? Was in, I was in the middle of playing Call of Duty. You're good. <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> For real. I mean, I, I just want to get into your, your wrestling background right quick. You know what I mean? Um, You know, I, I have to start from the beginning, brother. When, when, and how did you fall in love with wrestling? Like, so the beginning was probably when I was born. Like, wow, uh, I've like known wrestling. Like, you know this. I've known wrestling my entire life. Like my uncle Davey, he's yes. been wrestling. Shout so, out to Davey. Shout out to Davey. Like, before I was born, like in the late eighties, uh, I think it was called New England Wrestling (NEW) at first was in a mill across the street from my house. Oh, wow. So Davey would go there, sweep the floors just to get in. And then from a very young age, like I'd say maybe 11, 12, he started, that's when he started like break, maybe even like younger than that. He started breaking in. And then eventually he started wrestling and uh, he became a ref in 95. And then I think he took off the mask. He started wrestling with a mask on. And then he took off the mask and became the highlight kid in 97. And I was already three years old at that point. So as long as I can remember, I've been going to wrestling shows my entire life out here in like New Bedford. So like So bro. that's when the, that's that's when the love like that's when it started. Yeah, like and you also you also stated how because it's right there. Like you yep. said you had a building right across the street that hosted shows. Yep. Exactly. And your, your, your uncle so, Daisy was in mm -hmm. there. Like yep. love, it's crazy because Shout out to Davey. He he's he also has a OD love for the business as well. Yes, he does. Yes, you he know does. what I mean. So it's like his love clearly, clearly went on to you. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, um, like just like imagine that being a kid and I'd go into his room because he would like still living with me at the time. I'd go into his room and he has like 
a title belt, a tag title, a freaking interstate oh. title, whatever it is. And I would just walk around with the titles and I would play with yeah, my Yeah, uh, I was just you know, about- beating up, <laughs> Yeah, either beating up the pillows or beating up the, like the little wrestle buddies. Yeah. I'd go outside. Like I used to have Bro, this little I was mattress. just about to say that. I bet you were walking around with the titles. <laughs> yes, I was. I would set up this little mattress outside and cycle me jumping off ladders onto a mattress, onto a wrestle buddy, not even with like another person doing backyard wrestling, just by Sheesh. myself, just being um, a crazy just maniac. Willing, willing to hurt yourself just to get your spot off. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Like, my entire life, I just loved wrestling. Like that's all I would watch. I would own like buy all the DVDs, the VHS tapes back then. Like that was my whole thing. It was just wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. And, and you still have some of those uh, VHSs and all that, right? Yeah, I can't throw them away. I can't throw them away. You shouldn't. Kinda, you shouldn't. Right? Right? You shouldn't at all, bro. Because if you you can mess around, get them autographed. And they'll be worth something and all that, bro. Yeah, my uh, memorabilia. Exactly. And my landlord, uh, my landlord was like always a nice dude. So every Rumble and Mania, like I wouldn't order a lot of pay per views back then, but every Rumble and Mania since the year 2000, he would order it for me. And we still have every VHS tape recorded. Wow. Yeah, every Mania up until maybe four years ago, he stopped ordering. So. We still have all those original copies. Wow, bro. That's a lot of manias, bro. Yep. That's a lot of take or streak. Exactly. I probably have at least half of it on VHS. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Wow. Yeah, one day my plan is to convert them to DVD. Oh, that you, you could do that with ease. You can do that with ease. You probably can do it to where you can put it in like a little... Uh, MP4 or like movie file or something like that. Exactly, just put it online. Yeah, that's true yep. too. Yep, absolutely. Would you say Davey introduced you to the world of professional wrestling? And when I say introduce, I mean like really show you the ins and outs of. Yes, he would. Um, he would like. I remember the first time going to a show and being backstage wrestling it was yankee pro wrestling and it's where the price right is now in new bedford and it was a um at one point it was a little tiny little flea market like a hole in a wall flea market and i remember walking in with him and i was all amazed because usually my grandfather would bring me but this day he brought me mm-hmm. and i remember walking in and him walking up to a piece of, and i wasn't smart to the business yet and him walking okay. up to a piece of paper i remember seeing just names either circled or underlined and him just walking to the ring and bringing me, like, in the ring with him. And that's, like, my first time I actually, like, realized. I'm like, hmm, something fishy going on here with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, that day I remember he put me on the top rope. He had me run around the ring a little bit. How did that feel? It felt awesome. It felt like I was in freaking WWE, you know? Like, I didn't even know what indie wrestling was. Okay, okay. Do, Do you think that's when you fell in love with it? Most likely, like not. And when yeah. I say with the with wrestling, I mean like, well, you said you weren't even hit to it yet, then, right? Nope. That's so crazy. And you got into the ring and you felt like, wow, exactly. Yeah, I love it. Because you already had the love since you were a kid, right? Like, when was your first live show? Oh, I don't, I don't even know, man. See? I, uh, you were probably so young. I was. Yep. There's videos on YouTube. 
uh, where you could hear me chanting. Uh, I'm probably like maybe four or five years old. And I I, I, I got to check back because it says the dates on them. But it's probably like 99, 2000. And you hear me the whole time just screaming. Throughout the whole show, you just hear me that one fan, highlight kid, highlight kid, just chanting for my Uncle David the whole show. Really? Yep. Wow. That's crazy, bro. And my grandfather was always a fan, too, so he'd always bring me in. He'd always bring you, of course. Wrestling was probably, like, burnt into your subconscious, and you had no, like, probably, like, as soon as you were born bro the first television program that your little brain probably soaked in was a wrestling program bro. <laughs> exactly what i remember watching back then is is wrestling and then just switching back between cartoon network and nickelodeon of course that, that's, you that's had it. to you had to get your kid on but like the the racy and dark stuff for you was wrestling yep and god bless my grandparents they would l- let me watch it like no matter how like, you know the attitude there, no matter how risque you got. Oh, yeah. They would just let oh, me Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, My yeah. brain just Trust soaked me. it all in. I remember the attitude era. I was a late teen during that time. <laughs> <laughs> you already know, man. So, wait. Let me ask you this. Um, Do you... Do you know um, when you wanted to become a worker? Probably when I was in middle school, I wanted oh, to. I wow. remember. It wasn't. It wasn't too long after the ring. Um, yeah, it was. And it was never, oh wow! It was never really in my mind. Like, like I was never really like, oh, I want to become a wrestler. It was always. I think it was always sitting back there, and um, I remember one day, bro. I'm telling you exactly. And I remember one day, uh, when I was um. 14, David said I was too young. And I think he was nervous too because the wrestling business could be shady at times, especially to oh, like yeah. a younger, a younger kid and stuff. Oh yeah, and they'll then, take advantage. Exactly. But when I turned 15, uh his girlfriend at the time was like, Oh, just just let him go. Like he's old enough. He clearly wants to do it. Just let him go. And the first time I don't remember the month or the day I started, unfortunately. I don't remember that. I wish I did. But you I know wrestled was, so much, bro. Yep. The year was 2009, and I know I w- it was in the middle of the summer. And Oh, at least you remember that. You remember yep. the year. Before my first ever practice, uh, when I first started training weekly, we went to this building called The Forge in the South End, and it was just one ring in this beat-down mill that you had to walk up these horrible, scary steps uh-huh. that could break at any moment. And it was me, Davey, Pyro, his tag pop, um, Big John Monroe, and Vinny Nero, who now wrestled as Vinny Marcellia in Ring of Honor. Oh, and, wow. Yep, they were going to go and just mess around because they had some match coming on at the time. And um, and that was my first ever time being in a ring. And it was like, like officially, like I actually trying to do some things. And it was so fun. It was so nice. fun. Nice. So, yep. So who trained you? Yeah, it wasn't so after that it wasn't too long where um there was this company called Alliance Championship Wrestling and okay. Fairhaven at the VFW. And it was there where uh this man Brickhouse Baker, Mike Baker, who was running practices and he's like a New England like legend. Okay. He like 
he trained like a lot of the guys or helped uh, had a help in training a lot of the guys in uh, New England, people that have been places. And he was running trainings there. And Davey brings me in and he's like, hey, uh, would you train my nephew? And he's like, yeah, sure. And that's how it all started with him. Like my first practice. And that was and, like weekly, right? And that was weekly. Every Wednesday would go over there after school, uh, set up the ring because it was at a VFW. So we have to set up the ring, practice, take down the ring every week. Talk about discipline. Yep. Every Wednesday for about three hours. How, how long did you work with them? How long did you train with Brickhouse? Because I remember you mentioning that name often. I, I was training with him for a good, like, until the trainings kind of fiddled away a little bit at some point. Okay. It was a good, like, two years we were training. And what's crazy is I didn't – I was only training for a few months before I asked. Uh, ACW was running this angle with this um, – they had a heel owner. His name was okay. Dave Oliveira, and he had his personal security guards. Okay. And Brickhouse's son Devin was in it. Devin, another good friend of mine, shout out to him. He was um he was one of the security guards in this guy Zach. So I'm like, hey, and I gave him like the little thing. I'm like, can I like be a part of it? Like I would yeah. like to. I've been training for a few months. I know how to bump. And they let me. And nice. from then on, I was featured on shows just like not wrestling, but in an act. You know what I mean? Of course, of course. Getting getting your 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 uh your feet wet in the business, man. Understand exactly. Learning yep. how to perform. And also, at one point, uh, there was this place, Lethal Pro Wrestling, a few months into my training, that opened up in Fall River. And we would go there. That was owned by Lethal Paulazon, and Brickhouse was wrestling there as well. So was Davey, so was Pyro. And he asked um, Brickhouse if he could run trainings there, too. So my trainings went from Wednesdays. Uh, went from Wednesdays. So the new training schedule was Tuesdays. And Thursdays every week. So Tuesdays I would train at the Fairhaven, and Thursdays I would go up to Fall River, usually riding with Brickhouse, and we would train there. Two different classes also. Oh wow! Of students. And I was that was that was within those two years you were telling me about, right? Yep. Oh wow! So you got a lot of bumps in there, bro. Yeah. Yes, wow. I did. All right, I'm 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 gonna switch it up a little bit on you. All right. Who who are who are I mean, I know, I know the answer to this, but of course, this is for my listeners. Who are some of your favorite wrestlers? Ooh, that's a good one. So I usually go back and forth with this. I think my favorite wrestler of all time, the first guy that I ever, I ever watched, like, and I like, just he was a man, was Stone Cold. Mm, Stone Cold was that that's guy. Right. You were yes, you were yeah, you were in that era. So yeah, yep. you got you got to digest Stone Cold as a child. Yep, Stone Cold and Iraqi. You know, those two were like my favorites. Mm. And I never really got to watch WCW because I was always a WWF guy. Yeah. I would, my, like, towards, it was probably 2000s is the, like, the earliest I can remember. I remember watching the first hour of Nitro. But then once WWF came on, I switched the channel. Switched right the channel. Right through Yeah. Especially, especially at that time, uh, WCW was like going through it. Oh yeah, for real. Two thousand was not a good year. Yeah, they that that wasn't their best time at all. They were but about yeah, to they, go down. Uh, Stone Cold was one of my favorites. The Rock. Um, I'm trying to think who else because when I like, and you know, my favorite now is he's the goat to me right now. Is AJ Styles. Oh yeah, that's your guy. That's that's my dude. I remember. Uh, this was probably before I started training. Um. 
when Comcast was still new, kind of. Yeah. TNA would uh TNA would have this section on Comcast where you click like sports and then more sports and there would be a section for wrestling. Yeah. And then there was TNA wrestling on there and I was so confused at, at what TNA was and I clicked on it and I think it was AJ Styles and Jeff Jarrett was one of the first matches I've seen on there. What year was and, that? Uh probably it was it was early. It was like right when was 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 um oh my gosh. I think, T- I think who was no, there? I think TNA was still going. Uh, they were just starting on. It wasn't TNN, was it Fox? I forgot. No, wasn't it? No, it wasn't Spike, was it? Nope, it was before the Spike deal. They were on some sports channel. Oh, I can't remember. It was so long ago, bro. And that's but what I, I do remember them TNA. like debuting, and like I remember the name TNA. At the time, I was young, and I was like, "Wait, they're naming it tits and tits and ass," and I was like, "And it was like total nonstop action." And I was like, "This is bad, <laughs> oh, for real, for real. This is bad." But that's when it was in like its beginning stages. When AJ got there, I don't remember. Do you remember when AJ got there? I think he was there since the beginning. If I'm if really, I'm I didn't know yeah. that. I think he's a TNA. I think he was on the first episode. I think O two. I think. So you caught it early, early. I caught it early, yeah. And AJ was just my guy from there. From the, just, wow, that's that's so dope because I remember how you popped when um he came to WWE in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yo, that was yep. That's so you, yo, that's crazy. You seen you his entire career? Yep, pretty much. And as I got older, like around oh four oh five. It was then guys like Randy Orton, Eddie Guerrero, those guys like especially uh, shout out life to Eddie. That's my guy, man. Yeah, man. Another uh, goat. That's my guy right there, Eddie Guerrero. That's like that's one of my. That's definitely one of my favorites, Eddie Guerrero. Stone Cold too. That's a fact. I always like watching AJ. AJ never lets me down when it comes to like his matches and whatnot. Like he's like he to me he's right up there with like the Stone Cold and like um. Uh, what's his name? Shawn Michaels. Yes. When it comes to like in-ring performances, like those dudes never let me down. Like never let me down. Always entertaining. Exactly. Always entertaining. Exactly. But the thing was, it wasn't just their athleticism. They also performed. Like they also entertained while doing the wrestling. Exactly. Yeah, whether, like that's whether always it was the been small a big thing things or you know over the top things like you know Stone Cold flipping the bird, you know <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean that it was so impactful, you know what I mean. So yeah, you you mentioned some really really good workers, man. You definitely did. I thought you were gonna leave out your guy AJ, but you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> He's I can't leave him out. I know that's your, that's that's your guy. So would you say? Um, any of them influenced your style? That's a good question because, like, I don't think, like, maybe not influence-wise because I've always been, like, a bigger kid. Okay. So when I started wrestling, I always, like, I gravitated to what I knew locally, like Brickhouse, Davey, and I was probably always trying, when I was younger, trying to do too much that I couldn't do. Because, okay. like, as a bigger dude, you know what I mean? Like, yep. 
And uh, I remember being like told to tone it down and being like, oh, you move too fast and this and that. So I wouldn't say like they really influenced my style. I will say one person did, though. One person I tried to like, I don't want to say emulate, like I want to just take some things from, you know what I mean? Yeah. Was uh, Kevin Owens when he was in ROH as Kevin Steen. That was my dude too. At one point, he's another good, another good worker. Yep, like I would see, like he was a big guy, and I was like, it just gravitated towards him, like his style. And he was agile too. He was and agile. Yes. Yep. Yes, you he was. I mean? So yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So how yes, long? Was. How long have you been in the? Uh, in how like counting this year? How long has it been that you've been uh, wrestling? I started in October. My first match, I think I was in um I was in a Gold Rush Rumble for um I was in a Gold Rush Rumble for ACW was October 2009. And that was like your first official match as Shea Cash. I was I was even Shea Cash at that point. Oh, you wait, was, you were wearing the mask, right? Yeah, well, see that's um around that time I was in the Rumble still as security, so I was just security Shay. That's all. Oh, okay. You were still r- running the security gimmick. Yep. And I I started traveling with uh, Brickhouse a lot to shows like Power League Wrestling. They would do a lot of events like at fairs. That was like their, that was their big thing. They would just do fair shows. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started wrestling as the convict. Is just just a gimmick that a lot of people have done in the past. Like if you're a new guy or you need some guy to jobs to someone, put him in a mask. He's a convict. Yeah. And I started doing that with um, Devin, and we started tagging as the convicts in places. And I was just traveling with that crew a lot. Them and then when I wasn't traveling with them, I was traveling with Davey to shows like Showcase Pro Wrestling, and just trying to figure out who I was still at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My first, my first ring name after leaving the security gimmick, I was uh, Shady Shea Silva. <laughs> How horrible is that? Oh, that's hilarious! Oh man, who you you made that name up yourself or somebody? Nope. Yeah. Davy's ex girlfriend did. She, uh, we were just thinking of a name in the car, and she's like, "How about Shady Shea Silva? Three S's." And I'm like, "You know what? I'm taking it." That <laughs> is. Hilarious, and yep. you took off the mask then, or you still had the mask on? I took off the mask at that point, okay. Okay, yep. And I was running into that with a horrible Shane red and Silver. yellow singlet looking like Hulk Hogan. Hilarious, hilarious. So, like, how many years? Like, oh, wait, wait, before you answer that, you also, which I did mention in the beginning, tagged with my brother Frank. Heavy you, know? you guys had a good run. How oh. how long was that run? Like two, three years? Nah, it was like I'm trying to think right now. We started tagging. It was like a good four or five run, like year run. Four oh, years. Oh, what? It was yeah. longer than that? Yeah. He stopped in 2017, is when he was done. Yeah. And we started in, uh, yeah, 2013. 2013. You know what? That's right. That's right. And I was only a few years in the business at that point. Three, yeah. And he, he, him too. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't a veteran, but he wasn't, you know, a bum. He understood the business exactly. He was was watching it it forever, studying. 
Yeah. Yes, he was. All that. So, wow. Do you guys have? Well, I know I know some of the memorable moments, but is there any memorable moments that you would like to bring up as the tag <laughs> team, the heavy hitters? Uh, memorable moments. There's a lot. Like the first big one that we had was a fun one at RWA. It was a Chiz match, and that was just cool, just to have a match, just focus around Chiz. And we didn't go in there hitting each other over the head with it and doing like harming ourselves for nothing. You know what I mean? Of we course. went in there smart. We worked around the chairs and we placed the chairs in spots in creative ways where they would get used, but differently than other people would. Gotcha. So that was cool. That was cool. Um, big moments. Yeah. Winning the NECW tag titles. That was, that was awesome. NECW was a big promotion around this area at one point. And, uh, their tag titles. A lot of people have held those tag titles, nice. and including Davey, which was cool. So to win them with Frank was a very, that was a special moment for us. Can, can I bring up a memorable moment? <laughs> yep. How about that time Frank almost broke his neck when he flipped over the top? Oh rope? my god! You know, <laughs> I, I can't even say he flipped the top. Rope. That's what that's what happened. Yo, I yo thought he was bro, done. when I, I seen that, done. I was like, yo, is Frank good? I seen him pop I, up. I was like, okay. He's good. Yo, I forgot he, he the, knows how to tuck and roll. <laughs> we showed up to the show that day. I was sick. I was sick. I had the bubble guts. Like Oh man. If, if I if I would have bumped, I would have went to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We walked around he said he would have boo booed <laughs> if he bumped. <laughs> we walked around with, uh, Frank, it turned into a handicap match. Shows Frank and uh, it was Dan Terry and his partner, Derek Andrews, and uh, CrossFit. And we worked it to where, like, Frank would be in the handicap match. I was in the back. I got probably, the story was probably like, I got attacked or something before the match. Mm-hmm. Um, one big bump happens. Here I come. I get the hot tag and we go home. So I'm watching from the curtain. It's getting close to the spot. They double whip Frank. He hits those ropes and he hits, and there he goes, tumbling backwards over the top rope. Yo. Bro, that was yo, so I, crazy. I thought he was dead, yo. I thought he was done there. And then the funniest moment to me is from because I was watching from the curtain, my visual, and he's on the other side of the ring. So all I see is one hand pop up. Yeah, and grab the apron. I'm like, he's good. And if yeah. I pop, and it that, exactly. I was like, yo, he popped up. I was like, all right, he's all right. He made it. Oh man, that was a scary moment, though. Heck Funny yeah, back bro. At now, bro. Like in the moment. <laughs> Heck yeah, bro. Watching it, I was like, whoa. You know what I mean? I was like, is he good? He was, he was all right. I was like, yo, that's crazy, dude. Oh man, that's a good one. Heck yeah, heck <laughs> yeah. So, um, let's get to it, man. Yeah, we got into we got into your wrestling background. We we got some we got into some good stories, but let's get into it. Your promotion NRG. Yes, sir. What motive? Because I mean, not too many people uh, do that. Like you're a worker, still active, still working at at different locations. Yeah, what made you say, you know what? I want to start my own. So, I don't think I ever really wanted to at first until, like, um, the pandemic happened. So, oh, wrestling slowed okay. down a lot. And I don't even really count that year towards my wrestling career only because I only wrestled 
five times that year. Okay. Last year, last year right? Yeah, I only wrestled like five times. Okay. And um, I, it was a couple times before the shutdown. Yeah. And then once in the summer. And then okay. that was it for the entire year. Um, so during that time, we started getting the extra money from the uh, the government, you know. Yeah. And we started saving. I started saving up. Davey started saving up. And one day we're working and he comes up to me and he's like, hey, uh, if you want to buy a ring? And I'm like, I would love to, like, to have our own ring. And my idea was just to set it up at the place where we could go practice and train, right? Of course. And so we had that idea for a while until we did a show again in 2021 at the beginning of this year. We started doing these private TV tapings for uh, Proving Ground. Okay. Company out here. And um, one of the one of the owners of the of the building we were in said he had an extra ring that he doesn't use. He only used it three times and he was trying to sell it. And oh, right wow. There, Look at that. Yeah, conversation started there. And in two weeks, we made a deal. We bought the ring. We drove two hours to go pick it up. And we we grabbed the ring. We inspected it. Everything was good. It was clean. We got the ring. And from right and right when we got the ring, that's when Davey was like, if I run my own thing, you want to go like you want to be a co-promoter on it. And I was like, you know it. So from that moment on, we both put our promoter hats on. We got the building, which is the VFW that I started in. That wow. has like a lot of so full that building has a lot of yep, whole circle. And and that place, New Bedford's a hot spot for wrestling. Yes. Shout out to Top Rope Wrestling. They used to be Yankee Pro Wrestling. They run out here a lot in Fall River and um New Bedford. So Davey knows the owner from there, Steve Ricard. Davey knows him well. So Davey hit him up, is like, hey, I'm starting my own thing with my nephew. And he just wanted to put out the olive brand saying it's not competition. We're just doing our own thing because we don't want to, we don't want, we were just trying to have fun. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So we got the VFW and the rest is history. We had our first show. It was a success. And now it's off to the races. Wow. And you know what, you know, what's great about this idea. Davey's been in the business for, you mentioned it since the nineties. Yep. So he knows workers. You've been working since the early two thousands. That's about 15 plus years. You know workers. Exactly. And what's good for, and what's even better is we have a team around us that just, it's our friends that we just want, like, we just know wrestling. Absolutely. Like, including and you trust Davies, each other. Yeah, including Davey's partner. So he helps out a lot. And there's like two other guys, they help out that they've been in the business forever too. And Frank helps out. So it's like, it's a group effort. You know what I mean? It's a group Absolutely. effort. Absolutely. To have this thing going, and the wrestlers that we have, like that we're booking, they're loving it. So can't have can't have nothing better right now. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm that's that's why I definitely had to get you on the show because once I seen the um you and Davey got get the ring, and you put you were you were putting the logos together, you were putting the cards together, booking the talent. Yeah, and that's like, another thing oh. I've been learning. Is all the graphic designing and the yeah the graphic work. design the fly and I'm just sitting here like. Wait, he's going all the way in. Like yep. I have to get it. Like this is the type of people I talk to on here. <laughs> like uh, we could like it's funny because we could easily like just pay somebody to to like make the posters and graphics for us. But I wanted I wanted to take that chance because I used to go to um when I was in high school, I was in school for uh, media. 
that's okay. one of the classes I took up. So I've always liked like editing videos and yes. that's one thing I've always liked. Like, you know, like I love my movies. I love watching movies and shows. Yep. And so that got like, I was like, you know what? Let me try making these posters and making these graphics to see, to learn, to learn how to do it and to not rely on anybody. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I've been having a blast. Like sometimes, yeah, it's, it takes long, but it's fun. It's fun, it's fun and it's worth it when it's done. Yeah, and when you see the final product and you're like, yes. all right, that looks good, and then it's not, and it's only going to get better. It's only going to get better. It's, exactly, and the thing is, that's actually drawing people. Your work is drawing people. Ex- yes, that's true. You know what I mean? It's it's so vindicating. That's so dope, bro. Hey, do you want to discuss because I believe I'm dropping this a few days before your show. All right. You have a uh, casket match coming on and all. Like, yeah, I mean, I, 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 don't, I mean, I don't know how much you want to divulge, sir. But um, I'll talk about the the, the, the floor is yours. <laughs> yeah, October twenty second is um our next show in Fairhaven, Mass, at uh, the VFW, and the main event is going to be a casket match between Dick Lane and Mike Rasa. And the last two shows, Mike Rasa has been. The first, the first show, the opening match of our very first show was Mike Rossa versus Dick Lane, mm-hmm. and after and Mike Ross is a psycho. That dude's crazy. And after the match, he got pissed. He got rolled up. He lost, and he laid out Dick Lane. The second show comes along. Dick Lane. Um, I actually wrestled Dick Lane, and he gets one over on me. And what do I see after the match? Here comes Mike Rossa, lays him out again. <laughs> oh, he's been having a bone to pick with him. And then Dick Lane got sick of Blood it. feud. Yeah. He cost Mike Rasa his match. Mike Rasa turned around. He, uh, Dick Lane offered a challenge for October 22nd. Mike Rasa turned around and was like, yeah, I'll fight you on the one condition. It's a casket match because mm-hmm. that dude wants to hurt people. So, And now we're here. Now I got to take my ass and build a casket this weekend. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> I'm dropping it because I believe that's a Friday night. This episode will be released on Sunday. So it's a good amount of days. I'm going to see if I can get awesome. these clips, chop it up for you so you can post it on the page. They give this episode a listen. And also enjoy the show on Friday. I got to yes. get out there, man. I mean, I'm just saying I, saying I had to get to New Bedford show, for a yo. minute because I need some of that seafood. <laughs> yo, yo, I'll show you the good seafood spots around here. Yeah, I see that. And that'll probably be the perfect time to pull up and catch a show there as well, man. Yo, yeah, I hope you, yo, I hope it's soon. Yeah, I hope d- it's no, soon. De- dude, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely, definitely trying to get it going next summer. That's a fact. Awesome. That's good yeah, to know. I'm definitely. I'm t- I told you, I got to get to New Bedford. I got to see the hood. Got to see the <laughs> lot lizards and the process <laughs> and all that. <laughs> see the pimps all and, the, of course, get some good seafood. <laughs> you know what I mean? And watch some good wrestling as well. You said it's a hot bed and I love wrestling, so. You're right, and you never know. It might be the summer. It might be an outside show. Enjoy that fresh air. E- even better, even better. Yeah, we got some things coming up. We're trying to do. Um, I'll, I'll break the news right now. We just um had a championship delivered to us, and probably for the new year, we're gonna try to start out the new year with a new champion. And um, it's probably gonna be a tournament. We're not sure yet. Wait, so you that's got, something you got a title to. belt, sir. Yep. We got our, we got ourselves. We got a guy in Pakistan. <laughs> That's the inside joke. <laughs> what? That's what's up, bro. I'm I'm super proud of you, man. Um, shout yeah, out to you, you and Davey. You guys are doing your thing. Like I'm super glad that you guys got your own promotion because now it's like 
people have to take you guys serious because like that's, if they try yep, to that's what we're trying. Yeah, if they're try if they try to like shaft you in any way, shape, or form, you'd be like, Oh really, bitch? I have my own shit. <laughs> exactly. Like I can I the thing is like they have to understand that th- you don't need them because the workers that they're getting, you guys could probably get with ease. That's a fact. Just out of respect. So they're gonna have to respect you out there. And I I, I love the fact that you guys gambled on yourselves and said, you know what? We know the business. Exactly. And three shows in and we're doing good right now. And let's say down the year, like in a year, if it's if it doesn't work out, we tried. We tried and we had fun. Bro, you know I, one I mean? thing I can say, I like your I like your realistic view of things. I'm I'm a realist as well, but knowing how long Davey's been in the business, knowing how long you've been in the business, and knowing the location, which That's is very important. Too. That location, that VFW, that that VFW where you were practically introduced to the business, I'm sure it's going to introduce. You're you're gonna whoever promoted that first show for you, you're gonna be that first show for another young person out in New Bedford, bro. Yeah, that makes sense, man. Like, and it's keeping you're keeping the culture going. And said, I'm just happy as hell that you you you, and Davey said, you know what, let's just start our own, man. Exactly. It's and it was funny. Is like, I never thought it would be as simple as just saying, "Hey, let's just start our own thing." But if you put your mind to it and you actually like set your goals out to do it, it'll get accomplished. It'll be that easy. You just say, "Hey, let's just do it." Absolutely right, brother. I mean, I I have no more questions, bro. This was a great conversation. Let them know how they can find you on social media, bro. On um mine. The Heavy Hitter Shea Cash, you can go to facebook.com slash the heavy hitter 508. You could find me on IG, on Instagram, and Twitter. Same handle at heavy hitter 508. And for everything New England Ring Gladiators, we have our Facebook page. Please uh, come like it. It's facebook.com slash NE Ring Gladiators. We're on IG at NR Gladiators 21. And we're on Twitter at and our gladiators. Man, oh man, you are out here working, bro. I didn't even know you had an Instagram and Twitter for the promotion. Oh, okay. Yep. Now I gotta I got follow you got you guys better follow yo Shay for real. Thank you for pulling up, bro. Yo, thank you, Dell. I really appreciate you. you you already know, brother. You awesome. be safe, bro. Hey, <laughs> you too. All right, man. Man, I hope you guys truly, truly, truly enjoyed that episode. Huge shout out to my guy, Shay. Um, I'm, I'm super excited to see what he does uh, with the with the, um, with the the promotion. Um, I already know how he gets down with wrestling. As I told you, he was a tag partner with my brother, so I've seen plenty of their matches. He is very good at what he does. Um, he actually just had a match with a friend of the show, um, Stan Michael. Um, huge shout out to Stan Michael doing his thing in the indie wrestling scene. Can't wait to get him on. I mean, you could, he's been on the platform so many times. And he's also been on um, my IG live as well where we did um, DSP Smoke Break, which is also available on the website and on the YouTube channel. And we discussed in that, in that uh, conversation, we discussed a lot of um, his wrestling. And so to see him and Shay work together, and I know Shay said he's going to book him. 
to bring him to uh, New Bedford. I gotta make way to New Bedford. I'm in Mass all the time, but where, where I go, Low Mass is about like two hours away from New Bedford. So um, hopefully one day I'm gonna get myself out there and um, catch a show at the uh, New England Ring Gladiators, man. This is this was a great show. Huge shout out to Davey. Um, I hope you guys continue to do your thing. And I hope the promotion keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and shout out to my brother who's gonna be helping them out, man. It, it's it's a beautiful situation, man. A beautiful situation. But um, now let's discuss uh, who the next guest is going to be. Guess what? We're staying in the world of wrestling, right? But also somewhat segueing into hip-hop. Huge, huge shout-out to Matt Rivera, the cheap wrestler. Um, he's coming on to tell his story, to discuss um, his journey in wrestling, and also to discuss his hip-hop cypher-based platform called Battle Zone Bars. I'm super excited. Um, I can't wait to bring you guys this episode. You guys might have heard of Battle Zone Bars before because I've brought it up with Hova Beats, a producer that's from out here, and he's also um, a part of the Battle Zone Bars uh, team, I guess, production or whatever. You know what I mean? So I can't wait to get into great detail with that with Matt Rivera. Um, and of course, to discuss some more wrestling, <laughs> you know what I mean? So this is going to be a complete vibe. And of course, I believe Matt Rivera is from Rockland County. So we're taking it back home real quick. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm getting out of here. Uh, please be sure to follow me on Instagram at T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Click that link in the bio and it'll take you everywhere that pertains to your boy, DSP. Let me get the hell out of here, man. Talked enough. Hope you guys truly enjoyed the show. Peace out.